Hey Sid. Hey Brian. What's your update? Well, I'd like to share some exciting news. Share. <laughs> I uh, know what it is. You already know what it is. Um, I got a new job. Yay! And I'm very excited about it because it is in the field that I'm studying at Nazareth for my master's degree, which is in HR development. So my focus is going to be on learning and development. Um, and it just feels really good. It's one of those things where as I've been preparing for this semester and all the work that I've done for like my classes this semester, one of them is my capstone. And I have to basically like do a whole project using what I've learned over the last two years. And I've just been really enjoying that process and doing some research and applying what I've learned. And so being able to do some of that work in my like full-time real world life is just makes me even more excited about what's coming up. So, and to be able to go through the effort that you went through to get to this point is like really rewarding to know that there's so much opportunity for you to like learn and grow. And I think it's just the best news ever. Thank you. And I'm so excited to hear how it all goes for you. And I hope you share updates moving forward about all the things in this new environment that you learn from. Thank you. Yes, I'm very excited. I anticipate some um, anxiety moments that I will work through using my tools. <laughs> but, you know, new environment, new everything. It's not what I've done for the last five and a half years. So I'm anticipating some like really exciting but challenging new moments but it's something that I am really looking forward to yeah I think it's always good to make changes when yeah. you feel like you've ach like achieved what you can achieve at a place right or in a role and to know that there are opportunities to either like make lateral moves or adjust in your career and knowing that that like I feel like for our listeners it's like there's so many opportunities out there and both Sid and I within the last year mm -hmm. at this point have done that where it's like we've done a couple different career things yeah and there's so much that you can still capture and if you're constantly curious there's a lot of opportunity out there for you which is thousand percent awesome yeah, and it just, like, I, I was able to learn that I really love this type of work because of what I was able to do, like, in an extracurricular fashion in my last job. Mm -hmm. And the opportunities that I was given to, like, work with our internal community really showed me how much I love this type of work. And so to be able to move into that space as my full time, it's just, like, affirming. I'm like, okay, this feels like the right track, and I'm really excited, and, and we're doing it. But, yeah, lots of change, all good stuff. Amazing. Yeah. What's your update? I have been on a shopping pause. <laughs> Just kidding. That's good. <laughs> uh, and particularly in the clothes realm, like um. I have recently purchased some new skincare items because well, I you ran run out. out. <laughs> I mean, you have to hurry up, right? But specifically around clothes shopping, um, and here is my moment to acknowledge my progress because it is actually been a hard road <laughs> i bet you're served ads like every other minute these days it's challenging especially like post holidays i feel like everything there's the still sales. it's like president's day sale oh my god there's a million sales <laughs> like new year's sale why do you have a coupon code for this <laughs> um but i have not bought anything new in two months 
Wow. Which is... Wow. That seems like it isn't a lot, but it's a bit... I'm making it a big deal because it's a big deal. Because there's so many moments where you're like, oh, I could just get this t-shirt. Right. But, like, actively have not purchased a thing. In two months. That's a big deal. So, um, it's not to say I haven't been tempted, um, but I've made a couple trips to a few stores. Um, I've done and added things. I got served something wonderful in my inbox, clicked through to the sale, and like actually added things to my cart. And do it, it was all like, the time. Do I need this? I actively asked myself the question, is this something that I need in my closet? Is this missing? Or do mm. I have... Because one of the things, alternatively, that I've found really effective is um, buying like something that I really love in a few different colors so that I have variety. Love it. Um, and also multiple versions of a piece that I love so that there's longevity, so to speak. I agree with that. But actively thinking about like, is another white t-shirt something that's important to add to my <laughs> closet right now? In my mind, the answer is always yes, which is why I have a shopping problem. <laughs> and I also was like, oh, this bathing suit's super cute. And it's like, you ha- you have one. Also, it is winter. <laughs> and you are, Rochester. You're fully not wearing this. Like, sure, maybe evaluate this come June. Yes. But you do not need to buy this $80 bathing suit right now. But do you have the fear, and we just talked about this, the fear that they won't have it anymore? Yes. <laughs> okay. And you just faced that fear. I faced it. And That's I was like, brave. <laughs> you're going to you're going to reevaluate this later. Um, but there were times too where I tried things on and I was like, this is fine. And then I was like, it wasn't do I, I love it. Do I feel amazing in this? Is mm. this like a hell yeah moment and it was not. And so I feel like that if you're if you're in that moment where you're trying to cut back, those things were really helpful for me. Um, at least, like, the questions, like, asking the questions to yourself. And, like, to be out like, loud. And not, and not just, like, bye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apple Pay. I literally <laughs> will just be, like, ignoring all of the, like, sirens going off in my head. I'm like, just buy it. <laughs> yeah. You need it. And then, the, alternatively, it has helped me look at my closet and be like, oh, you're seeing this thing that you like out in the world but you do you're you're acknowledging here in this moment that mm-hmm. you do have it already mm-hmm. so maybe like rework it or maybe it was buried in a pile and you forgot about it and then you're like okay let me rework that into my right we throw a different wardrobe. necklace on it try it with a new pant you know boom so <laughs> try it with a new shoe it's a it's a little bit of uh, an exercise in willpower <laughs> but i'm doing it i'm excited for you um i alternatively just like I told you I just rage shopped for no real reason other than I just felt like I should. (laughs) It happens. I'm going to, I think I said this about the same time last year where I was like, I'm taking six months off. (laughs) But as we learned in our habit episode, we should do literally one day at a time. What is a micro goal that we can set? I'm proud of myself for these two months. And now I'm like, you know what? If you did two months, you can do another month. I think that's good. Make it a quarter of progress. Right. And then, like, tell yourself, okay, like, what's my why here? And I know you have whys behind those choices. So it's like, okay, what's my why? Going back to my why and then asking myself these, like, pertinent questions. And then it all comes full circle. And you have been very successful on the other side. Exactly. It's all good stuff. All right. Let's get into it. What are we talking about today, Bron? Uh, Today's episode 
is all about a fresh perspective on self-care. Loves it. We're going to dig into what we're thinking about when it comes to self-care and finding a routine for yourself. We love routines. Because a lot of this has been fueled by Hmm. self-care overload out in the world and what that looks like and, and how it's actually effective for us. And I know we've covered this in earlier episodes, which was super relevant at the time because we were both kind of in like a little bit of full burnout mode or like coming off of burnout and still trying to figure out like what how this was taking shape for us. For sure. And so I think it's helpful for us to acknowledge our progress and what's worked and how we create routines off of this and and share that with you all today. Yeah, let's do it. So what are we thinking about when it comes to self-care now? It's still very much, I think, about prioritizing yourself. Mm-hmm. Me, self, myself. Myself. And your own needs. Yes. Um, so thinking about how we're caring for our mental, physical, and emotional health, all in the trifecta of awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I think one of the things that we talked about earlier was about this, like, pampering association with self-care and how it's like like a flippant approach to Mm. taking care of yourself but i want to counter that with sometimes that's what i need that's the self-care that i need i like that mentality because i have been like actively saying do i need that when it comes to self-care and like the answer sometimes is yes mm-hmm. because you d- it does help you slow down yes first and foremost and like enjoy the things that you enjoy which i would for sure put in the self-care category right yes yeah um i think that sometimes taking yourself to the spa or taking a night off to paint your nails ooh if you if you're into that kind of thing sometimes people prefer Going a, a spa somewhere. trip. I like to <laughs> do my nails myself. Maybe it's treating yourself to brunch. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's buying yourself a coffee in the afternoon when you've been on a good streak. Maybe it's buying yourself that white t-shirt that you probably had have eight of, and that's fine. But worth it. <laughs> um, but the reason why this is relevant is because you're acknowledging what your body is telling you and what your mind is telling you, and you're present in feeling what you need in that moment. And alternatively, it could be more things like, you know, I need a day off. Right. Or bigger things. But, like, I think it's okay to say that, like, a face mask on a Monday night is what you need. It technically falls into the pampering category. Um, But sometimes it's, like, it's more so the, I just need to take a moment for myself and do this to, like, slow down. Absolutely. And I think, you know, like, we talk about the shoulds a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, and you should all over yourself. And some of this stuff fits into the shoulds. I think sometimes, like, we're fed a message of, like, you know, go do this thing. It will definitely make you feel better instead of really asking yourself, like, what will make me feel better? Which is the hard question to ask yourself always. (laughs) And self-care isn't about forcing yourself to do things. Right. But it sometimes feels like it is. Like, sometimes it feels like it's like, you know, the world is screaming at me to take a day off. The world is screaming at me that, like, I deserve certain things. And, like, that means that I I should go and, like, enjoy this. When there's so many people that don't enjoy those things at all. And so it's finding out, like, what is going to work for you. And what does taking care of yourself really mean? And I know we tend to, like, get a little, like, 
deep sometimes here and ask ourselves some tough questions at certain times. But I think this is one of those things that's like, what do I actually need Mm -hmm. to care for myself? And like you said, thinking about our mental, physical, and emotional health, what in those categories do we need? Which in and of itself, I feel like even asking the question lives in the realm of self-care because if you've never asked yourself that before and you pause to say it and ask for help maybe from someone who knows you very well, then that I think is the first step in taking care of yourself. Oh yeah. And it's also a little bit of acknowledging like if you don't do things for yourself, it's going to snowball in such a scary way. I read an article that talked about like not a person who was like so burnt out on her life and had spent so much time being like this is what I'm this is what I'm responsible for this is what I should be doing I need to be a good mother and by being a good mother it means that I can't do this thing that's actually really important to me Mm -hmm. and she started to have resentful guilty feelings and thinking that she wanted to like actively run away from her life like wanted to leave and so like when I read that I was like what that's when you've gone in a direction and when it's snowballed to this point where you've like given up everything for yourself thinking that that's what you should be doing right that's terrifying reality to live with right and so what does that what does that mean for you right now which is like truly think about like what are you feeling yeah being in the moment and being like what do i need what do i want and and pursuing those things because again a, a little bit of our conversation Originally, it was us figuring out, like, how does this take shape for us? We're not totally sure yet. Right. Right. And I think that that's, like, it's an ongoing thing because we change, we grow, so our needs change and grow. And so, you know, coming back to that question is super important. Um, What I think about when it comes to self-care, at least in the last, strong in the last year, was facing hard stuff Mm -hmm. and doing hard things. (laughs) And... That like making a doctor's appointment, (laughs) like making a doctor's appointment, like going to see my therapist and not just like going to see her, but like saying, I am ready to talk about the stuff that I've been avoiding talking about. Showing up and doing the work. Right. Right. And I think like for me, facing hard stuff is the most fulfilled I've been because I've been able to really say to myself, like, what do you need? And I needed to, like, shake loose all of the ingrained habits Mm -hmm. and falsehoods that I've been telling myself for so long. And, like, I need to learn how to unlearn them. And that will make me feel better. And sometimes that means doing really hard things. And until we kind of, like, decide to make that choice, I think I've been seeing so much of this and maybe it's just because like I'm looking for it to some degree. So it's just like showing itself to me as well. But it's like, at some point you just get really tired of your own BS. You just get really tired of not showing up for yourself. You get really tired of the excuses you tell yourself. And that's the point where you're ready usually to face really hard stuff when you've gotten to like what feels like the bottom and you're like, okay, I really can't go <laughs> any longer being in this mental space. So like now it's time for me. And then it's reaching out to your support systems for help. Like thankfully, when I made a decision to start facing hard stuff, I had resources and I had support systems that could help me in that work. And I know that not every, I know that's a huge privilege to have, but thinking about, okay, if you're, if what your self-care next step looks like is facing hard stuff just like at its core what do you need to help make those happen 
and what resources do you already have and how can you make a list of things that you might need that Mm -hmm. someone else can maybe help you with like even starting there is an incredible form of self-care because you have made the choice to take care of yourself because you know that the next step is that you'll be able to show up for other people in the way that you want to and not like gasping for air yeah in that moment i think so much of it is about progress and Mm -hmm. consistency and continuing to be like i don't want to do this right now right but showing up and doing it right makes such a difference and then so it sucks to say this but like for people who are in a hard spot it's like you can't really see the light at the end of the tunnel when you're in that moment yeah but there are like little blips of it that it's are like, like it's like you're crack, oh. cracking the shell. <laughs> yes, and it's like the sun is starting to peek in. Right. Um, <laughs> I literally, I weirdly thought of like Beauty and the Beast when he started becoming a man again. <laughs> <laughs> when he's rose raised up by the the light within. <laughs> oh, such a good movie. Such a good movie, especially you know the only live version that I maintain is the one I will watch again. <laughs> I think it's the best. It's great. Who's that? Emma Watson? Mm-hmm. Killed it. <laughs> I still think about the original. The original was fine. <laughs> the original was great. <laughs> we digress. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I hurt you. <laughs> um, it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I feel like that is a strong visual to use as like, there are parts of you that get to start showing themselves for who you truly are because you've done the work to allow yourself to get there. Yes. So I feel like that is a very good visual to lean on right now. <laughs> Just doing my part. Really good. But I like, and so that is super valid and doing the hard stuff is a form of like taking care of yourself. But I've also asked myself what I need almost every day, I think. I, yes. Pretty much. <laughs> Excellent. Every I single love day. that so much. Right? Like, you just, you're like, what do I need today? And it felt selfish at first, but I was like, again, this is how I know how to show up for people is by asking myself what I need mm-hmm. so then I can serve other people from, like, a much fuller place. And one of the people that I've been working with for the last year, like, constantly asked me to check in with myself. Like, constantly asked me to say, like, how are you feeling in this moment? Okay, if I do this, how are you feeling right now? And so it forced me, and it's now, I feel like it's one of the habits that has been ingrained at this point in a good way. That is, like, anything that changes (laughs) or anything that, like... You're like, what does this make me feel? Right. Like anything that shifts in any way, even if it's the smallest or the biggest shift, I'm like, how do I feel right now? What am I feeling right now? Can I name it? If I can't name it, what does it feel like? And it's like this crazy internal dialogue that like just is on this weird loop, but it has helped so much in the process of taking care of myself. Well, because it's about awareness. Right. And so much of us just, like, float through the world. And that's scary. Right. So self-care equals awareness. Awareness. And that's so true because I think we, like, and I, for a long time, and I think we as a people, have this tendency to, like, just blindly go Mm -hmm. because, like, everything's happening or you don't feel like you should take the time for yourself. So you just kind of, like, go through your days and you don't really know what affects you or doesn't affect you. But, like, when you stop and you really see, like, what fulfilling feels like and what not fulfilling feels like and like be aware of all of those things it just like 
changes everything. It does. It's pretty amazing. So I want to talk a little bit about what this looks like for us now. I know you got into some of it, but like, what does our routine look like? What are some of the things that we're conscious of, especially going back and reflecting on our last episode, which I think was like episode three. We'll link to it, it was in, so in show notes. long ago, right? Um, <laughs> which is crazy because I think in a in a little bit of ways we're like thinking about what was you know it's been two years since we launched the podcast and and what's evolved since then, which I think is really a really big deal. Yeah, um, because everybody as part of your progress in your own life, what is how does it take shape? How have you changed? How have you evolved? And I think. One of the things I've talked about, especially thinking about like the anxiety that has lived within me yeah. or the things that I ruminate on, it's like a lovely piece of advice that Dan gave me was like, you're not six months ago, Brianna. Mm. You're not a year ago, Brianna. You're who you are right now. Like you have so much information right. that like has progressed you to this point. You're no longer that person. Like I actively had to picture myself as a different person in the past, That's and scary. how I, like I've shed that skin. Yeah, and it, you're not that person anymore. So you don't get to go back. You can't like sit there and be like, oh, if only, right? Or like I wish, or like this is a thing that I'm worried about. It's like, that's actually not a problem of new Brianna. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And I feel like that's, I mean, the visual is perfection, but that specifically, it just like, it completely rocks your world. Yeah. Because you're like, that's no longer a problem. You're like, what? So. It will always be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but that visual and that mentality is hugely helpful. Yeah. And so I think with that, both of us, and I don't, you know, maybe it's what's come of our lives since we turned 30 because of, you know, all the wisdom. (laughs) So much wisdom. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Not at all. I don't know about that. Um, But a lot of it is like, we're not overdoing it anymore. Right. We're so focused on what matters to us, what we care about doing, what we need in certain moments. Um, And I think a lot of what we, we do is like figuring out our routine and what makes us feel the best has been so helpful in us like acknowledging like what is what do I need in this moment yes um and so also having time particularly for my myself that I can look forward to yep um and I think actively thinking about how well this works and being consistent with it of like me needing just a max of three nights out like that's that's the and maximum that's in the number seven day week that's, that's not a seven a day five week. day work week no seven wow. day wow so any more than that i don't have time to recharge right and i learned that because i kept being like why did this happen again and it's like oh you literally went out four nights in a row and you are exhausted and then you're doing it again right like the next week and so I have taken control of my calendar and I block nights if I know like you're gonna something's gonna come up where you're gonna get in the habit that was like the first step that I had to go into was like taking a step back and looking at my calendar and just blocking days Mm -hmm. and now it's like oh this week is booked I like see it I see that there are three nights with things and then I progress forward yeah I can do like a a half where it's like a three and a half where it's like maybe one of those things is a daytime on the it's weekend like a lunch yeah or a coffee yes that's but that that honestly and we've been talking about your bno nights like since day one since forever and i still and i really love that idea and i still have such a hard time because i'm thinking about other people mm-hmm. and i'm like i can't possibly book out two months but like 
if that's what it is, that's what it is. And I think I feel worse. Like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> like, I don't have the time for mm-hmm. the next two months. Like, there must be something wrong with me. Let me just, like, add it where there's not time and, and I don't have energy. And I don't feel good after it. What has helped me, too, is, like, you... Because there were so many times where I, like, relapsed and was yeah. like, let's make plans. <laughs> And then ended up going and being exhausted and feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. Like, it affected the experience that I was having. And so, in all of those moments, I reminded myself how I felt. Right. And then actively was like, how do you want, how much better would you feel if you booked this next week instead of this week? Thousand percent. And not feeling bad or having to make up an excuse for it. So just like, this is what it is. Like, and that person's I'm free not gonna on the care. 25th. Right, and that person's not going to care either way, honestly. Yeah. Like, like, you don't have to explain anything. Right, right. And even if I did, they'd be like, okay, I didn't need that, so They're like, stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Too much information. It's true. It's so true. Um, another thing I started doing is going to bed earlier, mm. between 9.30 and 10.30 p.m. Love it. All the time. Uh, and I wake up refreshed. I'm finding that starting my day with the gym is the best ever. ever. And I actually do pretty well with a morning gym. And the reason it works for me now is because I'm going to bed at an hour that allows me to wake up. It's like a cyclical. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, and then sometimes I don't feel like going to the gym and would just prefer to have a slow morning. And mm-hmm. so that's important and valuable in and of itself too. Yep. Um, also, cut back on sugar. It'll, it'll game game change your life. It really will. Um, I eat a lot more veggies, which was necessary in, like, so many ways. But also, I'm like, it's just good to eat vegetables on a daily basis. And thinking about, like, it's not something that I'm actively, like, aware of. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to eat pl- more plant-based, like, during the day. Like, yep. a, like a morning lunch. Because I do really, like protein and meat still for like mm-hmm. dinner because I need that f- filling stuff like my body brain. just it works better that way so when I do opt for like a meatless situation I love it for lunch right and I will say that Trader Joe's salad mixes have been a simple option to incorporate when I'm in a, a rush and don't have time to meal prep everything a pinch I mm-hmm. like it I was just there the other day and I did not get any of those so I'll have to make a stop. I have a few in my fridge, so I'll, I'll send I, you a pic of I, the best ones. Exactly. That's what I was just going to ask. <laughs> um, cutting back on sugar has been an absolute game changer for me as well. And I, so I fully appreciate that. I think what changed was after my 30th birthday party, I had some cake left over and I basically ate all of it. <laughs> I think it was the day after the party. When, and it wasn't like the shame of having eaten a lot of cake because that doesn't necessarily bother me at all. But I felt like garbage. Yeah. And I was whiny and like sad. <laughs> when you have a moment where you acknowledge how you feel when you eat something that like doesn't work for your body. It was bad. It is so intense. It was bad. Even Doug was like, what is wrong? And I couldn't stop it. <laughs> I was just disgusting and whiny and like gross you're like a kid on a sugar crash oh my god it was so bad like I sat down in my closet and I was like what happened here (laughs) like what did you do and it didn't hit till the following day oh my god and so I really didn't know what was going on but when I tracked back I was like that was a lot of cake in a short amount of time 
bodies are weird. Yeah. So it's like, I go back to that moment often. I'm like, do you really want to feel like that tomorrow? And again, I'm not one to turn down cake ever, but like, I truly believe in moderation now more than I ever have ever. And it's weird to actually, like, I remember people saying this or like my mom, we would like eat this big robust dinner as kids. And then my mom would have a salad and I'm like, same with mine. What's this? Yeah. And I'm she's like, like, I can't, my body can't eat that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Craft mac and cheese? <laughs> we used to do kielbasa with yes. mac and cheese. Yes. <laughs> and like a, a, I a, want it. a side of broccoli that was, yes. like, we, was like passable for a side. And my mom would have like a full blown huge salad and we were like you're missing out on all this action <laughs> and i never understood it until right now yeah and it's been a very long time since i've had a kielbasa sauce <laughs> oh man they're I so want that good meal so bad that's like but you know how you would feel bad. oh yeah Which so is... bad Ugh. why we haven't had it but anyway. yes i totally understand that feeling <laughs> anyway <laughs> um i also this is like not a shocker but digital detox is mm. life-changing so and real taking breaks from the Instagram scroll has been uh, really important to my life. And the, I know I've talked about it before, but like making a routine of like on the weekends, putting my phone in the bedroom and just leaving it while I'm like doing other house things mm-hmm. and just, I'll get to it when I get to it. But it's, it's so insane how we like just grab it. Just and reach for you're it. you're like, oh, I'm thinking about this thing. And the stuff that we search and the stuff that we scroll through is it just takes so much time away from our lives and it like doesn't do i don't feel anything after doing it Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is a sign in my mind yes um and then you're like feeling all bummed out because you're like i just wasted three hours what was i doing oh my god i was on instagram this whole time i was on the internet for three hours and then that happened and then you shed a tear but and I don't feel like, that and way now I... it's Monday. <laughs> I don't feel that way when I watch TV unless it's a show that I have no real interest in. Yeah. If it's a show I'm excited about, and again in moderation, then I am totally fine with it. But the ones that I'm like, I'm just doing this to put like something on in the background, yeah. I'm like, go get a freaking book. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and those are the moments where it's like, st- if you think to yourself, stop, mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's hard to do. It is. Um, and alternatively, like you talking about um, figuring out what you need, what you need, what you're feeling, how you're feeling about things. So much of this last year has been about me like actively figuring out what I want to spend my time doing. Mm-hmm. And it's not a shocker. It's the same things that I like thought they were. Right. But I needed to like reconnect with them in a way. Oh, yeah. That was a process. And it was mostly because there was so much flux in so many different areas that I was like, wait was I doing this because it was just like part of this thing? Right. That was like a big part of, of life. Um, and having to like take a step back and just be like, what is important to me? And that's, that's actually a really good activity to do for yourself. Um, and so I actively make time to spend time in my kitchen. I love to meal prep. I love to make dinner. Sometimes I also don't love to do that. And so it's helpful (laughs) to like acknowledge tonight's not the night. Right. Um, and not feel bad about it. Yeah. And knowing that I want to carve out time to go out, eat, and drink with my friends and people that I love. And fitting that into my routine is so valuable. Yeah. It's um, fulfilling. And so much of it is like, it's not, 
how it looks for other people Mm -hmm. and just being okay with that is like this is what this this is how this makes sense for me right and also sometimes doing nothing is exactly what you need for yourself and so that's okay and that is like it's like the active rest a la the workout Mm -hmm. (laughs) where it's like you can be just walking instead of running a thousand miles an hour like you can still do a thing that you enjoy doing and just slow the pace down or like if nothing looks like taking a walk around the block or reading instead of being on your phone like in my mind those all fit in the category of nothing because Mm -hmm. it's just unscheduled time like what are you doing with your unscheduled time and finding out like what you want to do with that time I feel like is like such a fun activity like figuring out how you want to spend your solo time and how you want to like again like if it's catching up on your shows and stuff like that like that's honestly my favorite friday night activity (laughs) is catching up on my week's worth of shows and then going to bed and getting up on time (laughs) and the other thing that's nice too is here i like to hear about other things that people do that's like their thing yes i'm like oh my gosh i didn't know that that was like uh, every week you do this thing right and it it's cool to know that that's your thing Mm -hmm. and that you have a day where you do a thing right for you right I do that too, but it's a different thing. It's a different thing. a different day. Right. And that's like, I mean, you know, I do family dinner every week and like that is like hugely fulfilling and like very close to my heart and something I love. And that's not everybody's thing. But when I realize like that's a thing I really look forward to and enjoy and fulfills me in a way that like just a a few other things do, I'm like, okay, like that stays. (laughs) And you don't have to apologize for it too. Right. Where it's like, if someone's like, hey, can we get together on Sunday? It's like, like, I have plans. (laughs) Sorry, no. And not feeling bad about it. It's just like, this is a night that I'm doing this thing. Right. And even if it's your night for you, it's, no, I'm sorry, I have plans. Right. Exactly. Exactly. With me. (laughs) The most important person. Um, I think, like, as I talked about with the facing of the hard stuff, that was definitely um, something that became a last year moment that has fully, like, gone full force into this year as well. Yeah. Um, which is a good thing. And I I think being really honest with myself about what I need and not just asking myself that, but the reflection process, I think, is, like, where it fits into the routine category is like being reflective and not just asking myself to like put it out into the universe and like check a box, but actively saying like having it be the check-in, having it be reflective and not obsessively, but like it has helped balance me in a way that Mm -hmm. I, it's hard to explain, but it is something that I find really, really important to like keep me on the straight and narrow personally. Yeah. That's as as long as you know it's a thing that's important and necessary for you to like right. feel successful and achieving the things that you want in your life, right? And fulfilled and like present, it works. Sure, it works. Excellent. Yeah. Um, the other thing is just getting myself more organized and like you talked about earlier, doing things my future self will thank me for. Ugh. Is like. I think that the getting organized, because, you know, I'm like, you know, I love my calendar. I do all those things. That's never been a problem. But it's like the organizing of my stuff and putting things away and like making my home a place that I 
want to be on purpose and not just a place that I stay at every night. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's those things that I find is outside of myself, but really impacts how I feel. So it is it is not like a feeling within that I have to take care of as much as it is a thing I have to do to feel good in my space. And that has been a huge change, I think, because as you know, like that has never been a thing that I've really focused on that much, Mm -hmm. um, probably ever. But lately I just feel like I'm like, I don't like this. So what can I do to change this space to be more a space that I love being in and like actively want and it's not to have other people over because you know I don't really do that but it's like a space that like I'm like I love being here and what is it going to take for that to like continue to be kicked up a notch where I'm like I want this space to be exactly what I want it to and Mm -hmm. I deserve that and my partner deserves that so what are we doing together to make that happen and doing things my future self will thank me for is like making my bed (laughs) And it's amazing how good that makes you feel. So good. And like prepping the coffee the night before and like having and like meal prepping. Yes. But like, especially a thing that I'm like setting my clothes out the night before and like putting my clothes away, you know, like laundry being done, folded in, in where it's supposed to be. It's like, I just go for a thing and it's there. Like I don't have to worry about it. And I've always been that way, but I think it's now more than ever that it is sinking into like, I am not going to go without this because I know how important it is to like streamline my life. <laughs> well, and also it's like about fitting time to mm-hmm. do that. Right. And sometimes it's about, hey, maybe I should spend 30 minutes doing this thing instead of scrolling on Instagram. Exactly. Of like how much time you have available to you. Right. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. And actually, I just started doing this thing that I think I told you about that Doug suggested is like, I get really distracted really easily when I'm working and probably on purpose. But like, I like to think it's just because I get distracted easily. But I'm now doing like a 30 minute on 10 minute off. Pomodoro method structure. Almost. Is that ish? What? Yeah. I don't know what that I is. I think it's 20. We've talked about this. Have we? Yeah. It's a time management tip. Oh. The Pomodoro technique. I think it's 20 minutes, 10, 20 minutes on, 10 minutes off. Oh, or that 50, makes sense. That depending. reminds me of Tabata's. Tabata workouts. 20 yes. seconds on, 10 seconds off. <laughs> but 30 minutes like feels round and full. And like, I'm like, I can, I can get a lot done in 30 minutes. Yeah. And so I've been setting my timer for 30 minutes and I, I like get so much done. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> And that feels like self-care. And to know that you're acknowledging, like, if I do this thing for 30 minutes, I will have more progress than if I thought about doing it for 30 minutes and then didn't do anything. Exactly. And then I'm like, well, I guess I'll do that tomorrow. Hemming and hawing. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, again, going back to that mentality of like, what will my future self thank me for? Something like that so I don't have to worry about the next day because it got done the way it was supposed to that day. If it's going to the gym, if it's eating the way that my body is asking me to eat, like how am I feeling that next hour, that next day, Mm -hmm. in like 10 days? Like what is happening in those moments that I can pay attention to and all of those things? And I I feel like self-care just became, and I think it's been this way since we talked about it the first time, but it's like that buzzy, like, marketed term but if we flip it to just being like how do we take care of ourselves yes it becomes like a much more real endeavor versus self-care that feels like 
loopy and out there and yeah. like like face masks, which that works too. But what are we doing to take care of ourselves? Face masks fit into that category, but also doing hard stuff and going to therapy fits into the taking mm-hmm. care of ourselves mentality. So I feel like I am an advocate for flipping that phrase just to like look at it differently and look at it from all angles versus just the angle that I think we're served the most often by the companies and people and stuff around us. Yeah. And so much of it is like letting go of control. Yes. Which is like actively being like, what do I have control over now? And then what should I stop trying to control? Yes. And just being able to distinguish between those two things is so important. Yes. All the above. Love it so much. Love it. We want to know what your self-care routine looks like. We do. How does it take shape? Let's talk about it on Instagram. We're here for you. We're here for each other. Yes. It's what we're doing. At queen underscore speaking on Insta. Because that's where we like to scroll. That is where we like to scroll. (laughs) Very true. Shall we break? Let's break. (laughs) 